a narrative media podcast. What's your narrative? He said the Top Gun Maverick wasn't a good film. All right. You know, I I have not seen it and I refuse to see any of these Top Gun movies. Hey, Lewis, do you have a camera by any way? By any chance? I thought I remember. I do. Can you turn your camera on real fast? Uh, I mean, his name is Louise as well. You called him Lewis. That's okay. Louis. Louis. His name Louis, is spelled like the same way as Luis Guzman, man. What the fuck? Fuck you. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> One of my favorite Latino a, actors' his name is spelled the same way as this this brother right here. I was aggressive. Did yeah. you just compare me to uh-huh. Luis Guzman? Okay, Luis, you, you better be okay with Luis Guzman because he's a national Luis treasure. Luis Guzman is a rough looking man. He is a good actor, but a rough looking Yeah, I was going to say, other than like what, Boogie Nights and Carlitos Way? What else was he in? He was a magical person. He was in Waiting. Hold on. Which Luis is this? Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Is he the guy that talks like this? You know, is he the guy with the, with the kind of the talk? You know, he got the mouth and he does the thing. Does he do that? No. Is that the guy? No. Oh, that, yeah. I think you are thinking of John Leguizamo. You like this and he was in the, he was in Wednesday. Yeah, he was in Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, he's yes. in Wednesday. He's, He's Gomez. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, he's... yeah, you are not going to insult that national treasure, right? Then Gomez, which I, I'm sorry, that was just. I actually like it. I actually like the idea because Gomez in the original comics was rough looking too. Like we only used to swab as Gomez from like the '60s TV show and the homie Ralph Julia from, from the movie in the night. I mean, and you know the sad thing is rough hard. too. That is a hard bro, step is. down. Is all I'm saying, bro. You you are fantastic, man. Let yourself let your let your let inner beauty go, man. Accept that you are Luis Guzman, okay? No, you. We're in August. See a motherfucker get it right. No, uh, I don't care. What you're, I, I, you are not going to assault my fucking guy. The guy who went to uh, Glendale Community College. My fucking guy. I got it. I'm sorry. You are signing <laughs> up to this man's camp because he appeared on one episode of one of the best written shows in like the early 2000s. Arguably, and that is the only reason. Every episode because they had a statue of him since the very first episode. So if yes. he's not getting credit, then he did not go. I'm sorry. No. Carlitos, uh, Carlitos Oil. And then he also. Uh, you are not gonna solve my own right, goose. So let's keep like this. That. Let's kind of keep this train going. Did any of y'all see Day Shift this year? The nope. movie where Snoop Dogg and Jamie Foxx are back. We did. Foster. We. I thought we talked about it. I thought we'd review, we reviewed. We didn't. We review that so, for yeah. the movie. Little John. Yeah. That was in August. I don't remember nothing from there. That movie uh, looked awful uh, too. It was mid. It was, mid. It, it was terrible. Oh, it was mid. Yeah, it could have used more Snoop Dogg hunting vampires. Yeah, Snoop Dogg was like, we needed him sooner than 45 minutes into the film. You know, the sad thing is, here's what's really, really sad about that situation, because Snoop Dogg usually do terrible at movies, dog. So He was the best. He was the best in this movie. Oh. True. He was the the only thing I kept watching. 
Baby Boy. Snoop thought, is great, Baby Boy. I did not like Snoop and Baby Boy. I, I yeah. appreciate you for trying to was, well, support did, hold this. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Why did you not like Okay. <sighs> um... It felt like it was a lot of stuff was forced with uh with his character inside of it. So you I mean it, it, they? I, I think that a lot of characters, Baby Boy is just one of those things that a lot of those episodes just felt like it was just kind of uh, a lot of the, the movie felt like it was kind of like a. You could tell that they were over dramatizing it for it, and you could definitely tell that it was um, a like a a, a mid tier black film during that time. So you could definitely tell that like they really was like going into like acting like the people that was from South Central and fucking like the movie Fresh. Like they really was knowing that this movie is eventually going to hit BET and CW eventually. Like they was acting like that. Like we know that this movie is not going to be top tier. You know what I mean? We know that this movie they and they did, they act like that. When's the last time Huh? When's the last time that you've seen Baby Boy? Oh fuck. Like a year ago? Maybe because Baby Boy used to come on all the time on fucking like uh, VH1 and fucking BET all the time. I want to so like say back to back. it was the baby. It was BET staples. Okay, so now, all right, guys. So now we're we're moving on to September. This is kind of funny. Let's see what's stuck. Um, let's take a look. Wow, there is a lot of there is quite a lot of ochre, mediocre in uh, September. Uh, Barbarian, that might be. Never saw it. The Woman King. Did any of y'all see that? I saw Barbarian. <laughs> I thought I, th- I saw Barbarian. No, uh, Blanc. Yeah, correct. Yeah, the only I thing heard Barbarian was good. You the only it? thing I heard about the Woman King was that it was apparently it's based on a true event, but the movie was very selective about what it was showing because apparently, based on the true event. Uh, they got slaughtered. Like they did not win that fight. They lost badly. Um, that sounds about accurate. And, and apparently, the movie did not reflect this accurately. <laughs> I mean, movies do that, though, right? Oh, no. am, 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 I, am I not mistaken? That movies do tend to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, but at that point, you're asking yourself, how much is based on a true event are you willing to play with like can i go make a 9-11 movie and be like based on a true event where like magically the twin towers never fall like you know you know who else did that though wasn't blair witch project for a long time they they was like based off of true events and then like they had to fucking like go back and renege on their statement and say no this is just fake please forgive us for making this movie and making y'all believe that it was real I don't know the answer to that because I was like eight when that movie came out and How I was scared of it. How old are you? I just turned 33. I'm 34. Shit. That's I thought either. I remember being a, like a teenager when that movie came out, but yeah, you might be right. No, uh, I think it was more immediate when Blair Witch Project was found out that it wasn't based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Like they, in the build up to it, they kind of hyped it up that it was. And, People just like ah, oh, they're actors. Yeah, I don't know. Um, with that man, yeah, there, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's coming up this year. Man. Yeah, there is. All right, history, you ready to lead us off with? The, I said what I said. Yeah, bro, and you know, I, I was gonna do the starter stream, but I'm gonna just go with it, and I really want to fucking dig right here into it. 
Um, first fucking I said what I said. Oh, so if you are new to the actual stream and if you're listening to this uh podcast for the first time, make sure you check out our podcast on Spotify and iHeartRadio, wherever you get your audio acoustical enjoyment pleasures from. So make sure you check those out on, on there. Uh if we are looking at the actual screen before these dudes actually decide to come back let's go back to my normal for, uh, screen uh oh i'm sorry uh we're gonna wait till our guests come at, uh, come inside of here but um with that uh my name is history williams thanks a lot for joining us you can probably see all of my stuff in the back right there please pay no mind to that it's my bookshelf it's the way that rich people have bookshelves i decided to have extension cords and work out cables there uh with that um right over to my right over here they got my man right there with the detroit pistons when they were actually good uh head on um his name is jamel watson he is our residential movie reviewer so give a big shout out to that homie right now give a big shout out to that homie oh my god all the extra sounds and then right below me we got this homie uh below me that is uh jt the voice he is our residential voice of pe- a voice of the people voice of reason for the uh and our voice uh voice actor so big shout out to that person right there as well boom and we got a special guest if you're looking down it, at the screen as well to the um to that bottom corner bottom right corner that is uh lewis guzman or do how am i supposed to say it it's it's how am i supposed to say it, it, it is it Luis guzman Luis. <laughs> Garcia. I know. <laughs> Luis Garcia. Uh, so big shout out to Luis gonna, Garcia. I, I'm messing with you, bro. I'm messing with you. I just, gonna, I'm going to disagree with everything that you love. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you say. I'm just going to disagree with everything that you love. And and this is this this moment is why. Black Air Force energy on deck. God, bro. I, I just, just I, I want you just to believe in yourself. No, nope. I want you to. I want you to have this. The Crip, crippling self doubt makes better people. <laughs> Be a quitter, kid. The, that is not true. Don't let that boy lie to you. Don't let him lie to you at all. There's a reason your parents never loved you. Oh damn! Oh fuck, kids. If, if you're listening to this, if if parents, if you're deciding to be reckless enough to let your kids listen to this podcast, I will let you know that your parents do actually love you, even though they're being reckless enough to let you listen to this podcast. So I'm just saying they probably love one children more and it's not you. Oh, damn. That's so fucked up. All right. With that, uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, we do actually do the segment. It's called I Said What I Said. We give, oh, we have 45 minutes that we actually break down all of the shit that happens in our modern media today inside of the news. And we talk about how that relates to our current media as well. Um, you get two minutes on the clock for the person who's being, the uh, question is being asked to. And if it sparks a conversation, cool, that's fine. But if the conversation is dead, we're going to ring that bell. <laughs> Oh, wrong one. You gonna hit that bell right there. Boom, boom. You gonna hit that bell right there. Once you hit that bell, the topic is dead. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, with that, um, 
I'm going to start off with the first question. And I feel like this was a question that JT can t- uh, take us off a lead on this one is uh, LeBron James was just in the middle of a press release. Uh, we've already talked about Kyrie Irving uh, a few weeks back and him posting uh, the Hebrews to Negroes uh, documentary. Uh, LeBron James in the middle of a press release. Uh, uh, press conference uh, asked the reporters, can I ask you a question? And essentially asked these reporters, hey, you asked me the question about Kyrie Irving and everybody else, but you never asked me anything about Jerry Jones. And it seems like that every time our people do something, it's on, it's at the tickers, it's on the front, front of any pages and everything like that. But when you have a person like Jerry Jones who had his history and, I, and he said, I understand that it was when he was younger, it's 14 and everything like that, but we didn't give him as much scrutiny as we gave Kyrie Irving. When you have that issue, you didn't make a big issue about it, but you made a big issue about Kyrie Irving. Now, JT, as a person who has uh, been a translator, anger translator for even uh, evangelical Christians on a nice uh, Saturday morning, right before they're going to go actually go drinking out with their Uncle Billy, um, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you feel like Jerry Jones, first off, should be forgiven for that picture that he has when he was 14 years old? Okay, so what picture is this? Tell me the situation. I'm not so heard about Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and he had a picture when he was 14 years old in the middle of the protests against uh, integrating schools. Uh, Jerry Jones has a picture taken of him with a group of white supremacists. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I've, I've seen this picture. Yes. And uh, the I I just didn't know Jerry who Jerry Jones was. I had, <laughs> uh, so the funny thing is, this attitude remains. That's what we need to answer. Because this attitude remains in America. We know it does. These are some of the South shall rise again type of MFs. Mm-hmm. But we have to ask ourselves, is that him? If the answer is yes, Fuck him. Throw him away. Throw the whole dude away. Throw Jerry Jones out the window. You know what I'm saying? Because why would you want that type of person influencing a a national sport like that? It's not national. Let's be honest. They said the National Football League is all privately owned. But ultimately, what we're looking at right here is, is when somebody black does something, uh, why is a black person, a different black person, always expected to stand up and talk and speak for them? Speak on behalf of this person. I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron wasn't sitting with Kyrie when he was watching this thing, was he? You know what I'm saying? So I think that the LeBron is right. What he's trying to do is he's trying to shed light on the reporters asking selective questions. And they're not really asking questions that are that are important to us. Like, is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys still racist? It's a very good question to ask. And if you can't prove no, might be. But you'd already know he a crotchety old man. So really what LeBron was trying to do was be like, y'all need to ask the real questions. And nobody ever wants to ask the real questions. Y'all be asking about hot button issues so you can sell things. But there is systemic change, and I think that's what LeBron was alluding to. So I think that's pretty that's pretty good on his part. So now, uh, Jamel, do you have any retorts to that at all, man? 
not necessarily a retort, but it's just kind of a little bit to expand on that. Something that I noticed in um, a commentator, media personality I follow very extensively is Bomani Jones, a podcast right sound with Bomani Jones, one of the best in the game. Um, and it's something that he often talks about when it comes to players and the stuff that players have to answer to. Because if you remember a couple years ago, there was a little dust up about China and people were coming out the woodwork talking about why aren't the NBA players saying stuff about China uh, because of some massacre going on with the Muslim minorities in China. Because the NBA has this big, uh, a big partnership with China and everything mm-hmm. and everything else. But the thing that um, was point that Romani pointed out is that it's always the players who have to answer for other stuff that the players do or stuff that they might not be equipped or actually versed on answering. But when you have situations like that come up with the owners, say, for example, Robert Sarver with the Phoenix Suns, who just had a massive scandal that's forcing them out to sell his team, you rarely hear other owners being asked these questions. And it's always, okay, let's focus on the players because they're visible and not necessarily on these billionaire owners because throughout every league, these guys are so rich and so powerful, they really don't have to answer to or for anything. It's like, um, the players are going to answer and they're going to have to be the meat shields in some of these situations. We don't have to. Like, even though some of these other owners are racist, sexist, homophobic, done all types of crimes, Y'all don't never like you don't ask Jerry Jones about what's going on with the owner in Washington. Or you don't ask the owner of the Lions what's going on with you. Like you don't ask these questions. You never do that with these players. And I think that's an important point that needs to be asked by these reporters. It's like, hey, go to them. They've got the power. They're the ones who have like actual power that can make changes. And so I I do agree with what LeBron is saying. You didn't ask me about Jerry Jones because well, that's not something that you may want to hear me opinion. Why not? Like, why are you making me or why are you always expect me to have this opinion about other players or about other athletes when they have these lip dust stuff? And so that 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 was it. I just that that was just a thought. No, no, it's cool, man. Um so now when it comes down to it, man, um we've kind of really had a repeat, a repeat of like the last few weeks. Um, you had, um, the situation with, uh, Kanye West now apparently walking out with, uh, a white supremacist and in the middle of the actual radio show. And then also giving praise to like, um, Hitler and some other people in the middle of the interview and shit like that. And um, also some of the the stuff that's going on with his actual divorce. So, for example, he gave the house that he had bought next to Kim to Kim. Kim gets to keep a lot of the property that happened in Idaho and so on and so forth. But let's move on to something that's actually pretty awkward, I guess, is that it seems like the U.S. has lost track of Brittany Griner. Um, so they have, a um, uh, they moved, uh, Brittany Griner to a specific, uh, camp inside of Russia and it's considered one of the actual wor- uh, worst, uh, camps in Russia. And, um, there, there was an interview with a uh, one person who was actually part of it. And uh, it's been fairly known, especially Brittany Griner has stated that these people have been showing racist beliefs and actions towards it. So 
I have a question for you, Luis. Is uh, Luis? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I said that fucking wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dog. I keep calling yeah. you Louis, Louise, dog. I'm sorry, my bad, Louis. That that is my name, though. You said it right the first two times. I said that Luis is correct, right? Yes. You, you just corrected yourself. You... All right. So because, I... because then you corrected yourself incorrectly. No, but I'm saying when I first initially said your name at the very beginning, I got shit because I said it and somebody said like, oh yeah, you said it with a Z. I was like, no, Luis yeah. Guzman. No, like, that's, that's the only way I know how to fucking say it correctly. We're, we're, giving, you, we're giving you shit because you're comparing me to Luis Guzman. But you, you my homie though, bro. And I, that, if that's a good thing, because like Luis Guzman is one of my favorite actors. Right? So don't, uh, at least like comedy I'll actors. I'll call that. I'm gonna call that pandering, but okay. Pandering all you want, man. I don't give a fuck what you say. Uh, <laughs> you call it whatever you want. Fuck you have been a, time out. You have been aggressive this whole night. You gave a fuck you to me. You, you just snapped on Louise. <laughs> Black Force Energy. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Give me a fuck you. I didn't say okay? that to you at all. What did I do to you? This is a hostile environment. Yeah, that is. This is a hostile. Oh, no. Like, trying to build up. F- <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I was. I didn't. Fuck. I didn't realize. I say fuck you, bro. I, I thought I was just saying like me. I thought that you would disagree with me <laughs> about something. I was. I would just say like, nah, bro. If you don't like Louis, about how you pronounce his name. <laughs> oh yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't even like anything like that, bro. I apologize about that, man. It's, it's straight up not like that at all. Person joining this one. So that's why. Oh no, I got it. I got it. That's why Um uh, But uh, what? The- I was. Oh my god, shit. Um. So I apologize about this, man. This is. This is, this is madness. It's funnier this way. It's 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 spotter, man. It's spotter. What the hell? What's going on with my camera, bro? What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> I don't there know. There you are. That is. I all can right. see, I can see. It's all worth it. I can see you. <laughs> it's fucking frozen on my end for a while. Yeah, it's because the fact I was moving the stuff around. I was doing. I was doing like real, real hood stuff over here. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Louise, what you think about Brittany Griner? Yeah, what you think about Brittany Griner's situation, bro? Do you think that, like, uh, we are eventually going to have that girl come home? And then, but my real question was, if you mm-hmm. was a person in Brittany Griner's situation, mm-hmm. where would you move after you got out of prison, after you served your t- term? Where would you move? Um, so here's my thought, right? Like, I think she is being dealt probably a shitty hand because Uh of the political situation that is currently going on in the region. Yes. Like, I think if this was like the Donald Trump era where we were supposedly BFFs with Russia, right? And like all that other shit before the war in Ukraine, I think she would have gotten a slap on the wrist, told never to come back to Russia, and she would have been put on a plane. And they wouldn't have thought second of it. Right? Um... But now, now we have, now you have to think about it and you got to be like, okay, now we got the war, the war with, uh, with the Ukraine, uh, with the war in Ukraine. That is not going well for Russia. That is not going well for Russia. That is, uh, a, this is a horrible regime of a sad little man who's trying to show the world that like, I have power and I'm going to abuse it. And I'm trying to create a political scenario where I can have a hostage so that a bigger, more powerful nation 
does not front. Now, from that political aspect, that's the way I see it. My heart goes out to her. However, if I go to your house and jump on your furniture and break your dishes and fuck your shit up, right? Like Mm -hmm. I am subjected to the rules of your house, right? Yes. So like you're, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go over there and do all that shit and expect to walk out scot-free or be invited again. Right. Like when you go to another country, it is your, your responsibility as an educated individual to know the rules of that country. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like when everybody makes the big deal of like in Singapore, like you can't chew gum because then they'll beat your ass with like a wooden bamboo stick. Yeah. Right. Like that's just kind of what it is. I think she's in a shitty situation because of the political like status. However, you were out there breaking the law, their laws. You know? Yeah. No. And like as much as much as it's like a shitty thing to say, you know, y- you broke their law. You know? I I'm going to turn that to Jamel now. What do you what do you think that like uh, Brittany Grinder should go? What, what do you think that this is going to end for her? What, what what place do you think that she's going to be like led to after this? She's going to come to she, eventually, eventually out of prison, which will it'll happen eventually. She's going to come back to America because here's the thing. This is it is bigger than this. This is very good advertising for why you should never go to Russia. Like there is nothing for me in Russia. There's nothing for you, uh, Louise or Louis, uh, JT. What get, not, it is for none of us. Hold on, hold on, boys. That's not exactly true. So, in Florida, I learned something about Russians. They have no black people. No. So, yeah, we we are exotic to them. Actually, yeah, they love so color people. You would be a delicacy if you went to Russia. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So uh, you're saying there's no reason. Oh, there's is one. It. There's one. But it's not a good enough reason to go. Not to go to jail. Uh, I'm just saying. You it's, just, just got to go to your local Russian bar black and make some friends. Look, when it's too few black people, I'm concerned. Like, when I'm one of one, <laughs> nah, that, that's a little well, too nervous for me. There's only one way to fix that. There's only one way to fix that. can't do that. <laughs> We gotta get Ivanka Trump. We gotta get Ivanka Trump uh, Trump pregnant and have a bunch of babies in Russia. You said that that was one way to fix that, JT. I'm asking you questions. It is not worth it. What I'm saying is, go find you some some Russian ladies, some local Russian bars. You know, go to a Russian bar. Louise, I just said you didn't just say that. <laughs> I'll answer to anything. Let's just go. Because my, my Instagram algorithm will pro- will say otherwise. There are plenty of reasons for me to go to Russia. Yeah, yeah in, all, in all seriousness, it's what fucked up what's happening with this minor. Um, go ahead. Louise, uh, Louise makes, the, makes a very fair point. You got to know the rules of the country that you you're traveling to mm-hmm. and the most important when you travel internationally it's not absorbing the culture it's not doing any of that shit it's being able to go home yeah mm-hmm. like if you travel internationally and you can't go back home you'll travel internationally incorrect because there are some places 
as Brittany Griner is experiencing that don't exactly have the leeway that uh, we have in America in some aspects. As shitty as we can be in America, there's still some aspects that are very, kind of very, that are very good for you. Some countries don't yeah, play well with the fuck around and find out. Yep. Like you, it's like not all these countries is really pro uh, marijuana. Like Japan really ain't, really don't, don't get down like that. So you, you got to study up, find out, and hey, no, be be able to come home. That's that's the important thing. That is quality international travel advice. Yeah, brush up on their laws and customs. Make sure you don't offend nobody. Make sure you don't accidentally get sent to the gulag for nine years. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, she broke their laws. Now, did they absolutely go harder on her than they should have? One hundred percent. Oh, yes. for sure. And you know, the shittiest part is Brittany Griner, somebody who you can already tell America doesn't always work for, goes over there and takes one for the home country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the most unfair part of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, if there was no war going on, she'd probably have a better shot. If the war was going in Russia's favor, she'd, she'd probably have a better shot. There are anyway, there's our- too many factors going on that are fucking up. Thoughts sure. and prayers go out to Brittany Griner, wherever she is, locked up. They won't let her out. Much love to you. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, um, here's the next question. And uh, as a as a person who is uh, greatly positive about uh, about smacking somebody, at least where where it hurts, after I don't fucked up their name, uh, Louise. What's up? My man Will Smith went on to the uh, the Daily Show uh, with Trevor mm. Noah, and he talked about the actual uh, slap. Slap with uh yes with uh Chris Rock, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which had which had more views than the actual show called The Slap. Oh, that's so funny, bro. Maybe the show The Slap didn't slap. Yeah, man. I think I've stated this to y'all, man. I think that it's a it was a lost mm-hmm. opportunity for the meme to not come out or the gift to come out where they played fucking from the south, which is a Will Smith song. <laughs> it's about him fucking hitting somebody <laughs> so hard. Uh, nobody, back when Will Smith wanted to be a thug. Yeah, yeah and nobody. Remember, you see, that's why. That's how you. That shows you how much he is not one of the goats of rap right there. Is that a person didn't oh. know, oh shit. Will Smith has a song about hitting somebody so hard and slapping the oh, taste out of somebody's mouth so they, with an uppercut. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but he essentially goes on to say about that it was bottle of rage. Nobody knows what another mm-hmm. person is going through. And mm-hmm. he didn't uh, he didn't understand what he was going through. Um, Trevor Noah also stated that he knew that it was not Will Smith going up there. It, it was just something else that kind of just triggered, and mm-hmm. he know that he's not that person internal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, am I the only one who disagrees with that sentence? <laughs> oh no, I, we I know that was Will I, Smith going up there. He's not that guy. Yes, the f he is. Yes, he's he gonna is. have to live that. Yeah, clone or something. No, he, he totally is. That's that. Man, the whole sentence does not take responsibility. What is that? What was he was? Was that that little alien in the Men in Black movie? That is that whole person that is just like navigating the human being. Yeah, it, it's a thing, man. So, <laughs> fuck you. I already had, all all three of y'all are answering this question at the same time. All right. So what? So what's so, the question? 
now people are saying that this is mm-hmm. now the ball in, in Chris Rock's court. If mm. you're Chris Rock, should you retort uh, after like hearing this uh, statement that came out on the Daily Show? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you what I believe is the 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 correct, the politically correct answer, the PR answer, the thing that's gonna get on the headlines, and then I'm gonna give you what I feel is my personal answer if I was Chris Rock, right? Okay. <laughs> my PR politically correct answer is that yes, he should say something. He should acknowledge that Will Smith was going through something. And then me and my publicists are going to spin it, talk about men's mental health, the struggles of being a pillar in, in the community uh, and, and the struggles that we go through to be successful in industries where we are not the majority. Right. Where we have to work twice as hard as, you know, Ricky Bobby, who just happens to be real pretty and might know somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's my PR answer. Um, only because I do not enjoy the thought of ever going to prison. Uh, my thought is that as Chris Rock, uh, I would not say anything. Fuck him. Um, it was a joke. It, that he could not separate himself from the moment and let his emotions gain control of it and put hands on me. And I did not return hands. Um, I think silence speaks louder in this, in this aspect. But I would just say, don't say nothing. Okay. Let it just sit there because he, he, what I, I, I didn't know who I was. You know, I was going through some things. Like I'm, everybody goes through things. Like what makes you special? <laughs> like get out of here. Uh, no, I don't think Chris Rock should say anything. I don't think the ball is in his court at all. Um, at the end of the day, we all know that Will Smith, regardless of what happens here, he's still going to come out on top because you're going to tell me that people aren't going to go see a Will Smith movie when it comes out. <laughs> tell me he's still not going to be a leading actor when he comes out. So, um, I mean, he did, he does have his movie coming out, which is, uh, Emancipation is supposed to be coming out. Yeah. It's supposed to be coming out. Um, and 14 bucks a month on Apple TV, my guys. Yeah. No, thank you. No for me, bro. I'm tired of all these slave movies and movies that are depressed, are about depressing subjects. Nope. Think about this, man. He's had almost a 40 year career. (laughs) He's almost had a 40 year, almost a 40 year career. Mm-hmm. And he's now doing his first movie as a slave. Like almost every fucking like notable black character has done a movie like this already. And he's always stood on a slave role. Huh? Which is say where's my iconics? If you've ever seen the Eric Andre show, you know that where uh, Lance Reddick from The Wire yeah. came out said, I wish I was a long earlier. Where's my iconic slave role? Bro, every fucking body, bro, have uh, done a slave role in some kind of way. So that's is a pretty fucking I'd big thing. Say fuck Will Smith. If I'm, if I'm Chris Rock, honestly, fuck him. Like, honestly, you ain't gonna, like, look, he, the moment has passed for Chris Rock to put hands on him. It kind of hasn't, because Chris Rock could shoot him or something like that, but that's not gonna happen. I look, mean, I don't think he, Chris Rock is gonna go that hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you put your hands on me. 
I'm not going to wish you well. I ain't going to do none of that. Fuck you. Like when I was uh, when I was in first grade, six years old, this fifth grade nigga beat me up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where he is in life. I don't know what he's doing. I hope he is failing in life. I hope life is going terrible for him. I hope he got crabs and all types of sexually uh, transmitted infestations. I hope he was broke as shit. I don't want nothing to get that. Fuck that guy. Fuck Chris Rock. Fuck Will Smith. Fuck him. I, you was go- I was going through something. I was going through my journey. Fuck you and fuck your wife too. That's how I would feel. Doug, I'm did you see that picture of them looking like a super villain family? Oh, from Mad Evil. Mad Evil. That was that shit was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Like y'all don't y'all don't even shoot for a sense of normalcy, do you? And I think the worst part is because they are public about their issues and affairs. It's like some for some reason people think that's a pattern that we need to take after. That is absolutely wrong. We do not. We do not need to follow in these people's footsteps. No, there's Look, no reason I, to live I, in black. Look, I've never been married. Uh, that's a journey that both history and JT can go through. Uh, Louise, are you are you married or t- okay? No, nah, I've never been. Look, I'm a I'm all, a single single as it gets. I'm gonna say this. Um, I don't need to be. I don't need. I don't need to be married that bad. <laughs> or be with a person that bad to go through all the shit that will and mm-hmm. uh, divorce is an option. Separation is an option. If it's healthier for you to be apart from a person, that is an option. Like there's no, there shouldn't be no nobility in staying in an unhealthy relationship that makes you miserable. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. clearly gives you problems. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Tia Mari and her husband. They're like, they're divorcing, and they're like they seemingly like hey, look, had our time together. Separating, and we gonna go and live on a life peacefully. And then so I'll be careful with that because because it sounds like she fucking just dropped his ass. It just seemed like she. I mean, at least it sounded like that. She got that sister sister money, so she can afford to. She can she can level up. Like I'm just gonna say it like this: Will Smith has four projects, three more projects after Emancipation comes out, right? He's got the Council, Fast and Loose. And bad boys four. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Like, he's fine. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. So bad boys for life. It's I'm gonna ask one gr- more question. The highest grossing movie of 2020. I'm gonna ask a question. And uh, to mm-hmm. be completely honest, I'm really done talking about Will Smith. But I'm gonna ask yes. you this question. Do you think that Will mm-hmm. Smith's career was affected negatively by this slap? Because it no. don't seem like it. Because it wasn't. No. It really wasn't. Like he got rewarded. He ain't got to go to the Oscars for ten years. He can still he can still win them. He ain't got to go to the ceremonies. That ain't no punishment. Mm-hmm. No punishment. Like he ain't got to show up. Will? Mm-hmm. It, nah, I don't think he's I'm been cor- adversely affected. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Um, the only reason why I think yes is because of the fact that the facade has completely been lifted. Um, the enigma, even 
I know that he, uh, Will Smith went on the interview, Cold Figure, on a Daily Show, talking about like how he used to believe in the, making the enigma of like the mystery of the actor, right? And then mm-hmm. he started doing his whole YouTube videos and everything like that, where he's doing and experiencing his life. But I've, mm-hmm. I want to double down and say that that was an enigma as well. And I think that like when we actually saw him walk up there, we saw his true self. I think the part yeah. that where people are defending is the enigma. It's kind of the same way as like where people defend the Michael Jackson or the R. Kelly or the Bill Cosby uh, mm-hmm. shit situations. Whoa, as whoa. <laughs> the nigga did it, dog. It's one I'm of so- these things. <laughs> I got it. Like, yeah. let's, let's not go that far. Well, what I mean, I, I, I will well, say this well, history. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What, what I mean by no, that I was is the that. No, what I was going to say is that even though the that facade, the old Will Smith facade happened, the thing that happens with a lot of black celebrities is we, the black community, we rally around them. So it gets even more reinforced. So Will Smith, we we ain't canceling Will Smith. We sticking by him and, and all of that, even though what he did was clearly in the wrong. So I don't think it necessarily affects him that much, to be quite honest with you. But that's what I mean. That, the white people the- are pickling. That's that's what that's what I'm that's I what I'm meaning. That's what I, that's what I'm meaning is the fact of like uh, R. Kelly, like the Boondocks did a really good example, right? The trial of R. Kelly mm-hmm. was like, I mean, uh, get the take the bad camera away, get him some counseling. But everybody was in the fucking courtroom trying to dance and shit to his music, even though he was in court for pissing on a young girl. And we mm-hmm. reinforced that, you know what I mean? T. Pain even played the fucking song in the middle of a verses during the middle of COVID. You know, uh, it's it's been reinforced, even though like that that situation happened. But it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that like it doesn't have a negative connotation to it. Pirates are beloved, but yet and still, those motherfuckers are nothing but murderers and fucking robbers, <laughs> and, we, and we love yeah. fucking Jack Sparrow ass. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it doesn't change the fact that like we have a negative connotation oh, of it. It's just the terrible. fact that we praise the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and it's 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 not even I don't even believe that it's the praising of the anti-hero. It's the the love and endearment that you have to the story and to the character that that people are willing to die mm-hmm. on those hills for. Yeah. Right. Like we love pirates. So yeah, we love pirates because we like the idea of like not being responsible for shit and just getting on a boat and sailing and getting drunk and, you know, getting in fights. But like. We don't realize that, like, fuck, dude, you got like scurvy, and you know you got a blister, and they had to chop off your fucking leg, and you know I'll you were flag me's death. If you need a good chance, go see you I'll know? flag me's death. That is a fucking great, like, <laughs> satirical version oh, yeah. of explaining what a mm-hmm, pirate life fun. is, and like having the privilege, and then wanting right. to go be a pirate. Go ahead, finish then what you're saying. And then, like, this this thing with Will Smith, as I mentioned, he's got three more projects coming up. The only thing that people are like, this is his um, his redemption tour. He's not promoting emancipation. He's doing his redemption tour so that that the character of Will Smith, as we know it, and as we learn to accept it, can continue to sell movie tickets, Correct. can continue to afford that super villain photo op that he just fucking had. <sighs> Gotcha. I got to see this photo, man. Y'all got to put that picture out for me because I don't know which photo you're talking about. <laughs> Hold up. Um, but 
All right, so we we're not gonna take too much longer. I gotta ask you one more question, then we're gonna move on to Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Christmas. Um, or do y'all want to do Muppets? Which one do y'all want to do first? Wait, who among us has seen the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? I have. I've seen it. I have not, not seen yet. it. Not yet. All right. I heard so enough. Know, I've heard enough know. about it, but I have not seen it. <laughs> Cool. Let's 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 do Guardians on a different day. Let's do Dark Guardians on a different day, and let's do Muppets today. Just for the Muppets. Um. So, but uh, my last question is this: uh, Dwayne Wade is fighting with his ex-wife right now uh, over the the gender swap, as well as also the the name change of their daughter Zaya. Um, the mom is basically, uh, basically saying that we should not change the actual gender. Um, Dwayne Wade saying that he's actually doing it right now because eventually it's going to happen. Zaya is, uh, I think 16 now at this point in time, it's going to happen in two years, no matter what Zaya gets to choose. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just do it right now while you got a chance. And I think at this point in time, Zaya is almost out on the road to being into fashion anyway. Am I correct? Uh, Jamel, do you remember or JT? I would think. I have no idea. Uh, I think that uh, she's I, being fast tracked to being her own brand at this point in time. It, it's looking like that. She's she's being mm -hmm. her own brand. So Dwayne mm -hmm. Wade is saying like I'm kind of just already setting up our daughter for success, whereas the mom is saying no, it's it's too early. So uh, Jamel, I'm gonna go with this question for you, and then um, JT. This next question is gonna be for uh, this. This question is gonna be yours as well. Um, if you are. Uh, this is a, from a single aspect of it. This, this is a definitely a good question now because of the fact of like we got two single guys and we got two married guys. So yes, let's go. And we got okay. all right. So mm -hmm. as a single man, mm -hmm. you hear this story about this man who has a, a daughter who's trans and is going basically like full ham and hard in the paint when it comes to like doubling down on it being trans, right? Mm -hmm. Um, got an actual trans boyfriend as well. So this. Dwayne Wade's kid at this point in time is a male to female and the, the uh, Zaya's boyfriend is a female to male. Um, and now they want to do a gender name change. Mm -hmm. How would you <laughs> gender and name search? Homosexuality uh, with extra steps. Dangerous game for me. I've don't no, dude. This is I say what I say. We don't we go we go we don't avoid the question. Uh, how what is your first? What, what, what is your first initial response to this storyline? Why do I care? Yeah, genuinely, I don't care. That is like to be quite honest with you. I Why don't, don't care? Give a shit because I'm not. Not Zion Wade, I'm Dwayne Wade, I'm the former Mrs. X Dwayne Wade, I ain't, mm -hmm. I ain't none of these people. I am Jamel living here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. None of this affects me in any way, shape, or form. And honestly, a lot of these issues with trans people go, how the fuck does it affect you? It mm -hmm. doesn't. Why do you care what these people is doing with their life? Move right. the fuck on. Now, do, is it a matter of, hey, should we do, be doing this all in public? Uh, well, I don't care. Again, I don't, don't even care, care that they're doing it in public. 
why are people like stop being so focused on it? Like mm-hmm. that is between Zaya, her father, mm-hmm. her mother. That is that is on them. Now, let me say this. If you're one of these people out here who just like, oh, watching this is gonna make my son gay. Well, uh, I got tough news for you, Trevor. Your son was gonna be gay. Your son was going towards the pain anyway. But I'm gonna be quite <laughs> honest with you. God, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Your daughter, she was gonna she was gonna munch on tacos regardless of what you do. Mm-hmm. Ain't no movie that's gonna make your kid gay. Ain't no television show. Ain't no celebrity that's gonna your kid was gonna be what they was gonna be. I this is not this is not a this is not a me centric story. This yeah. doesn't affect is Zia Wade getting a, a like changing her gender identity? Is that going to raise taxes everywhere? Is that going to like you know uh, take away rights? Is that going to recriminalize marijuana? No, doesn't affect me at all. Let her live her life. Let them people fix. Let them rich ass people figure out that problem. Let them settle their issues. It doesn't affect. It don't affect none of the people in this square. It literally Cheers. does not. It, it, it doesn't it, even it, 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 guarantee you. It doesn't even affect the people listening to this. Honestly, like it just it, it, it doesn't it doesn't have this shouldn't be this shouldn't so be I'm an gonna, issue. I'm gonna hop in and get philosophical for two seconds. All right, yeah, I'm so, about to say because this theory, is right in, in it. theory, look when you say it doesn't matter. Here's the problem. Now it's mm-hmm. on your radar. You can't unring that bell. You're always okay. gonna know this mm-hmm. stupid fact about Dwayne Wade, who's a Rather excellent basketball player. Mm-hmm. You're always going to know this crap about his kid. Right. Uh, ultimately, I, I feel like as a father, you would feel like you failed if your son, the same brand of human as you, mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to be like you, dad. That would probably make you feel a certain type of way. But there's people, I don't understand these people coddling folks. Instead of being like, mm-hmm. you're going to grow up to be a strong young man, they're going to be like, you can grow up to be whoever you want. No, you're my son. And there's a couple of things that you're going to be regardless just because you're a Thompson. You know what I'm saying? So as a father, it's your, it's your job to give an identity to that child. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe he was on the road too much winning these championships. Was it worth it? <laughs> Not my problem. I... I... Fuck. Um, I disagree, How JT. You that? I I disagree, JT. Of course you do. I disagree. Um, I you think salty. that I'm not salty. Um, I think that soft, like it. Soft F. Oh, oh, S A W uh, F T. Like soft surf. Well, yeah. Uh, soft. Oh, No, S A W L T Y. That soft, softy. Why? Softy. Yeah, it's uh, Jamel gets that joke. The softy. Uh, you're soft. S a w f t soft. Oh, uh, I do. That took me back to something I don't want to go back to. But I disagree. I think that, like, uh, even if he was on the road, I obviously yes, I get it. I think he still has your kid's identity, even if the kid is um, going over to be trans or whatever like that. I think you still got your kid's identity. I think the identity aspect of it still can be. If your kid is uh, have a double X coming chromosome or XY chromosome, um, my daughter is more like me. I'm not gonna still gonna change the fact of like you mean that shit. I mean she still likes fucking. She likes basketball. She likes fucking like 
video games. She likes shooters. She likes Mortal Kombat. She like that. Mm-hmm. If I ask my son to play Mortal Kombat, bro, my man's will be like, nah, homie, this is not a, a thing. My son still sleeps with some fucking stuffed animals and I support him on it, dog. My daughter does too. But I don't think mm-hmm. that it takes away the identity. I think the aspect of what identity is um, when it comes to that, I I think it's kind of skewed in more than anything, but I, I do agree. Scared or skewed? skewed. I'm going to say scared. <laughs> you say, ain't scared. Scared. Yeah. I think it's scared. scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared. Uh, I want to say skewed, but I'm going to say scared. I'm scared. I'm saying scared. I'm saying that people are scared mm-hmm. of the, the fact of like what, it means to be identified as yourself as a person. I think that like, uh, obviously I just made a joke about like uh, Luis earlier with Luis Guzman, right? And like, even though I'm joking, right? And I, I mean that, like Luis understands that he's not fucking Luis Guzman, right? I'm I understand you- that you're racist as shit. <laughs> How am I racist They don't you? all look alike, history. They don't all look alike. <laughs> I'm, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you because you're fat and, and you're tanking. And, and, and the racism keeps coming out. Bro, you know who my wife is, wow. right? Right. Nope. Well, why would I know who your wife is? Oh, man. That's, 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 that's a good point. Because you all know each other, right? They don't I make just no assumptions. They don't make no assumptions. Yeah. That's my point. Wow. They don't make no assumptions. Wow. Do you know what my wife is? Do you know uh, what I sleep with every night? No. Then shut your little ass up. Does she, <laughs> does she, does she look like me? <laughs> she is a brown person like you. Know. Really, she's sort of little, she's sort of like a little people. Much less history. Wow! Yeah, not only not only did you say that we all look the same, then you called your wife a man because I identified as a man, Uh, and then and then you call this vertically challenged. She is, bro. I swear to God, you over here making you over here making us look like you run the Munchkin Land. I love my shorty. This is not. I don't care. I don't care. This this is go ahead, go ahead, Javel. This has big. I've got plenty of black friends. Energy too. I'm just saying. It don't have that big uh, black energy. No, my man just trying to reverse racist I, my, my ass. I, lo- I love that. I love Latinos because I go eat at Taco Bell. Is basically what this conversation. You the first Mexican to say uh, wow. nigga on on Call of Duty, ain't you? So don't you stop no. it. Don't you stop I'm it. Sorry. Don't call me about this. Don't you do it. I'm sorry. Friend is projecting. I can. I can tell my friends apart. I can tell you apart too. <laughs> I was just saying the I reason why say, I say Luis is because of the fact that that's how I learned it initially. It was not a bad thing. I have two people here. I have two people here as witnesses that can say that you you've told me I was Luis Guzman multiple times. I said initially, okay, yeah. I will replay this. But I'm going to cut this fucking clip. This is our record, dog. You I'm, cut. I don't care. I will cut this Ladies audio for you. and gentlemen go ahead. and people of this land. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. You are witnessing history. Uh, yes. Squash right here. free speech and edit the truth. <laughs> you cannot rely on anything that goes on this podcast anymore. Yeah. It's all a lie. You don't cut all that out. That's the worst part. That's, That's the worst, worst part. part. This, 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 I stand by what I say. I stand by what I say. Never seen I the light initially of told him, I said, Luis, y'all look at me like I was underground. 
This is going to be the underground version of InfoWars, but like not you shitty. subscribe to the Patreon if you exactly. want to get all this uncut. You just do controversy with his none, dog. I'm just throwing it out there, bro. I'm just throwing it out there. You make so a controversy. Anyway, is controversy. The controversial <laughs> thing is how y'all say his name. He said Luis. That's his, his name. I said right, it initially, right. and then you were like, Luis. I was like, Luis. No, my dad said that. I said it's no, it's the same no, way as my no, man really Luis Guzman. No, no, it's Luis. No, look, look, it's not look, Luis Guzman. Michael Caine is fantastic in that. Michael Caine is great in that movie. Man, fuck Michael Caine. It is. Yeah, it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are. Speaking of racism, let's talk about the Christmas Carol. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Speaking of racism, let's let's talk about fucking tickets. <laughs> the fucking most renowned fucking writers who is coincidentally racist. <laughs> I know you're keeping us on track. I don't know why he's distracted so much. Oh, I'm, man. Try- I'm trying. No, I know man. you work hard. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. man, we, we, yeah. got, we got time now. Shit, fuck. We ain't even talking about Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. Fuck it. Uh, I can't hold I mean, on. To it. Didn't watch it. Is it worth the watch? It is. Yes, such. I a- say it's worth the watch. It is a Christmas spiritual, yes. Uh, it is a mood. It is a, it's a different way of kind I like of trying. Like you to, said that. It is definitely a Christmas spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I have words. I have words. <laughs> I have words. But are they the right words? They, they I don't are, know. They're, 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 the, they're the correct ter- translation sometimes. Uh, I would say. I would say. It is. Uh, I'm not saying that it's the most unique, but I would definitely say that it's definitely a better approach to it, um, to a lot of other fucking Christmas movies out there. You, it's basically a movie trying to explain what Christmas is to a bunch of pe- things that not are from Earth, and how we supposed to celebrate it. What's the purpose of it? <laughs> of okay. the actual thing? Is it animated or did they, it starts did they off get the animated? It's live. It's There's live only actors. two parts that are animated that are actually really good in the movie that actually adds to it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's not I was going to check it out anyway. It's only 45 minutes. Also, um, since we do have time, uh, uh, half hour. We've had, we've had a stream of trailers coming. So we've Mm. today just trailers for Transformers. um, I don't know what's Mm. the name, but it's Beast Wars. Beast Beast Wars? Wars? Yes. We got a new Mario part, uh, Mario trailer, Super Mario movie. Speaking of Guardians. And low-key, I'm kind of excited about that movie. Same. Uh, we got a new Cocaine Bear, which comes out in February, which is a movie I am most looking forward to, because it's a bear on cocaine that goes not, on a killing spree. Did not know that was a based thing. Based on a true story. And the Guardians Volume 3 just dropped their uh, first teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, Ooh, I'm not used to Buff Group. Buff Group is gonna be something to, it's gonna take me a while to get used to. Why? Why? It's just Dominic Toretto. Like, no. Like that, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I, I, I want movie one. He was tall, lanky, and looked like Group. I, I don't you know. Baby Group was cool. Uh, teenage emo Group and other movies was cool. Uh, jacked up, horny, hormonal teenager Group. Eh, not really. Not really. He looked. He looked like a in the comics. He looks like a giant wooden demon. He's got all the sick like tree spines coming out of him and and all that like jacked fucking. I hit the gym. Groot like looks legit. Can I tell you? Something? I'd rather hang out with that guy than hey. than the demon looking one from the comic books. Hey, Louis. Can I tell you something, bro? What's up? You're my muse right now. 
you're 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 doing it right now, bro. You're doing it for me. I I love how much like chaotic you're just fucking saying some just a couple of things. It's just <laughs> it's just making it's making sense, so but it's now, also, it's fucking up everything for me. <laughs> it's the sugar yes. on, my, on my on my on my cornflakes. Yes, <laughs> you're the sugar on my cornflakes. Sugar on my cornflakes. Let's go. The macaroni to my cheese. Uh, with that, man. Um, JT, every week. We end the show because we get a little confused. We 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 trip and stumble over cracks on the ground sometimes, and sometimes we need uh, some guidance, some words to, to make us feel like we're warm on the inside and make us feel like we've needed some type of guidance, even when um, the darkness out there and we got a little light at the end of the tunnel. So with that, JT, what's the voice of reason for the week? Like the ghost of Christmas present said on a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Over the years, you probably have a lot of different people who come to your house for Christmas. I hope you do. People come and go, but those ones who keep coming back and keep coming back, treasure them. Because not everybody is with you. Who is with you is actually with you. Let me try that again. Not everybody who is with you is actually with you. So the people who insist on keep on coming back into your life to celebrate good times with you. If they're there in the bad times too, hold on to them very tightly. And do your best to bring as much Christmas cheer as you can. Now we're in the month of December, let's let's hit this Christmas full swing. Because I tell you what, I need a little Christmas right about now. I need it to feel nice. I need to sing Let It Snow and all these other Christmas carols. So go ahead and put your music on repeat and hold the people that you love tight 